Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite host with the most. Sound the bomb. It's May 22nd, 2020. Already at the end of May. Holy crap. Ooh. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not doing very well today. Um, anyway. Uh, I'm okay. Um, but, yeah, welcome back to the newscast. And I, I you know what? It's, it's gonna be kind of a short episode. Cause like, so like the normal websites I go to to find everything I find and get everything I get like there just wasn't a lot of updates um there are some pretty big ones in anime though and uh and then I got a I got a little question for you at the end of the at the anime section about anime and manga actually so like you know let me know on that um but first I, I do want to I do want to say this um it was announced today that Zach uh Birchie uh and I'm sorry if I, I if I say the last name wrong. Um, he was with Anime News Network for over 20 years, and he was on the Ancast. He passed away. Um, oh man, I um, and I I I really there was a lot of people there was there was a few people on our Discord today on the Anime Summit Discord today who were very upset by it and um i was sad mostly because seeing how everyone else was sad about it and i'm also sad because i have regrets of not listening to the and cast more and uh he he was also the guy who who came up with the answer man column he came up with a lot of things that you see on anime news network and um, he oversaw the editorial content reviews and features, the ep- the weekly episode reviews that you see. He came up with that. Um, he is a funny guy. He he was in the arts and theater. He has a bachelor in art in art degree. Um, he's been there since two thousand five. You know, he's over twenty years. Uh, um. Uh or not since 2005 he was he became full-time as manage as a manager and an executive editor um and then he was with and uh Network before that um he kind of lived life you know just full of full of energy and uh unashamed optimism and uh sometimes i think especially for for me right now i kind of need that and uh i'm really sad that i didn't listen to them more and listen to him more um i do use AI for those of you guys who don't know um literally like three-fourths of my anime news or if not all of it comes from anime news network and uh so that is how he has propelled our podcast, how he has propelled Anime Summit. And uh I I would be I would be such a bitch if I didn't mention that. 
and uh, I think it's it's kind of it's really tough, and I think it affected a lot of people. It definitely is affecting his fans and his loved ones and his family way more than it's affecting me right now. But I just had to I just had to say that. So thank you, Zach. And to everyone, uh, his family and loved ones, those really close to him, and for everyone at Anime News Network right now, I'm really sorry. Um, I'm really sorry. And uh, I know that's nothing I say or what most people will say will make you feel better, and it's, it's, it's tough. But anyway, um, we love Zach here over at Anime Summit, and I hope you guys know that, and, um, hopefully he's in paradise now, so, this one is for Zach Birchie from the Anime News Network and the Ancast, so, uh, hell yeah, man, we love you, and this, this whole episode is for you, um, so let's get into the, the non-anime news, the video game news, um, and it's funny, because I got a couple pieces that technically could be regarded as, as, uh, um, uh, you know, it could be regarded as anime or video game news, but, uh, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's always weird. I never know what to do. So sometimes I just push it to the anime news. Sometimes if it's straight up just video game related, I'll leave it in the video game news. Um, but anyway, yeah, May 22nd, halfway, we're almost, we're almost to June, you guys. And I hope you guys have been staying safe and everything like that. You know, I've, I've had some, uh, some comments lately from people, some DMs from people saying that the newscast, you know, because they work the weekends, the newscast really helps them get through that that morning commute or or uh, you know work mornings. And I'm I'm glad I could do that for you. I love the newscast. I love talking about news. I love getting people hype for stuff. You know, whether it's nerdy video game stuff, comic stuff, movie stuff, and anime stuff. You know, so. I'm glad I could keep doing it, and I want to keep doing it as much as I can for as long as um, my body will let me or my mind will let me. So, anyway, let's get into it, shall we? <clears throat> Kingdom Hearts Dark Road smartphone game delayed. Now, do you remember? Uh, it might have been. It might have been like a month ago, right? I don't know. I gotta. I gotta go look at the other newscast that we had. It might have been a. It, but they announced Kingdom Hearts. Uh, the official Twitter for. Kingdom Hearts announced like two projects that were happening and one of them was something called was dubbed Project Xehanort um oh it was in January so a couple months ago (laughs) uh four months ago actually but they teased they teased one of the game as one of two projects and um it was this game called Kingdom Hearts Dark Road and it was supposed to be a mobile game and it was supposed to be done kind of in the the style of not style, but I think kind of like it was supposed to kind of go with like uh, Kingdom Hearts X key or Union Cross. Um, and it was, it's supposed to be about how Xehanort became, why he decided to become the Seeker of Darkness. So, like, it technically, I think it would have taken place after Union Cross. Yeah, after, because, um, yeah, like, in, for those of you who know, and this is not a spoiler, but for those of you who played Kingdom Hearts 3 or just even seen the trailer, you'll see that there's, like, a little scene of a really young Xehanort and a really young Ericus playing chess, and, you know, 
there's there's you can tell that from there there was something like that he was thinking of um to become the secret of darkness and that's what this game is supposed to be about so apparently it was delayed it was supposed to come out um uh march but they're delaying it till july now so Anyway, I felt like that was a really long explanation for just me going, by the way, it's delayed. <laughs> but anyway, um, TurboGrafx-16 Mini launched, rescheduled for today. So actually, it came out today. Um, it was originally supposed to come out March 19th for North America, um, but it, it got it got, it got got uh, pushed till May 22nd. And uh, so, yeah, which is today. So, yeah, uh, for those of you who've never played TurboGrafx, this is this is a great buy in my opinion. Um, Fifty seven games, and I think hold on, let me. Oh God, hold on a sec. I think it's just like eighty bucks. Let me look it up. Let me look it up for you, G. Oh, it's a hundred bucks. Okay, I don't know, man. It, it, honestly, that seems like a great deal. A hundred bucks. Um, I mean, most of these mini consoles we're getting are, are eighty to a hundred bucks anyway. So. Honestly, I think that's a great deal for 57 games, you know, and it's uh, it's really cool. I mean, you can always watch YouTube reviews. There's tons of YouTube reviews on it, on all these consoles. So, but yeah, Turbo Graphics, really great. A bunch of great games. PlayStation 5 processing is 100 times faster than the PS4 is what the Sony uh, president says. In a recent corporate strategy meeting, Sony quantified the processing power of the PS5, and in particular, how vital the system's solid-state hard drive is to the system's gaming experience. Now, I remember last week we talked about the uh, Unreal Engine 5 being test-run on the PS5 and how amazing it was, and I, I, don't, I hope some of you guys uh, went to go check that out because it was fucking crazy. Um, but the the Sony Corp president, uh, Kenichiro Yoshida, said via his presentation, in order to further enhance the sense of immersion in games, we expect to improve not just the resolution, but the speed of games. For example, through a custom-designed high-speed super uh, solid-state drive, we plan to realize game data processing speeds that are approximately 100 times faster than the PS4. Game load time should be much shorter, and players should be able to move through immense game worlds in almost an instant. Man, come a long way, man. You you ever play Super Nintendo games, whether it's on an emulator or on, uh, you know, the regular console or even on the mini, and it, it does like that lag when a bunch of stuff's happening on the screen at one time. I mean, we came from that to this. You know, it's it's crazy. Imagine if they had that kind of processing power with the games we were doing back then. Uh, Twitch Prime to offer over twenty SNK games for free, hot off the heels of Neo Geo's thirtieth anniversary. Happy birthday, Neo Geo! SNK is opening up its library to Twitch Prime members. Today, the two companies announced over 20 games would be available throughout the summer, spread across three drops. This type of venture is the first of its kind between Twitch and another video game company, but hopefully it opens the door for many more similar collaborations. SNK's arcade classics are iconic as they come, Twitch Prime VP Ethan Evans told Game Informer, and with more than 20 legendary titles from the Neo Geo era, we're making more free games available to Prime members than we ever have before. If you grew up feeding quarters into arcade cabinets, you already know how special these games are, and if you didn't, you're really in for a treat. Um, so yeah, it looks like they're going to be coming like in droves. The first drop comes on Tuesday, which is May 26th, and that's going to have Art of Fighting 2, Blazing Star, Fatal Fury Special, The King of Fighters 2000, The King of Fighters 2002, Pulse Star, and Samurai Showdown 2. 
So the date of the next drop has yet to be announced, but SNK and Twitch already confirmed the following games for the roster. There's Garo Mark of the Wolves, The Last Blade 2, Metal Slug 2, The King of Fighters 98 Ultimate Match Final Edition, Sengoku 3, The King of the Monsters, and uh, that's for the second drop, and the third drop has not been announced yet. Dude, King of the Monsters is really fun. King of the Monsters... The controls are a little wonky, and like the hitboxes and, and the, the the combat portion mechanics of it are a little are a little wonky. But once you get used to it, <clears throat> excuse me, you can kind of you can kind of uh, navigate it. But the King of the Monsters is basically Godzilla and a side scroll beat 'em up uh, put together, but not with Godzilla, but like with big monsters fighting in a city and all that nonsense. It's really awesome, dude. It's really cool. Sony announces demo of Marvel's Iron Man VR and console bundle. Woo! Sony also announced a PlayStation VR Iron Man bundle, which includes a PlayStation VR headset, PlayStation camera, and two PlayStation Move controllers and a copy of Iron Man VR on Blu-ray. The entire bundle retails for $350, which isn't a bad deal if you need a PSVR headset. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, God, I don't know. VR is cool. And, you know, obviously, like, in the 90s and early 2000s, we were... We, there were VR games that existed back then, but to the level they have ex- they, are, they are existing now is is what we saw in the fucking sci-fi movies, you know, in the in the in the nineties and shit. And now that we have them, it's almost kind of just like, eh. you know, what I mean, like for me anyway. I don't know. I've done I've I've done I've done VR before. I, I wore the Oculus Rift um, at a friend who pre-ordered it at a friend's house who pre-ordered it, and um, it was really cool. It was really sweet. I just don't know. I don't know, man. I and, and that's coming from a place of ignorance because I still haven't played things like Beat Saber, or you know any other kind of uh, crazy VR game that's out there right now. I know Beat Saber is like one of the popular ones for sure, but I yeah no, uh, I don't know, I don't know. But the, this Iron Man one could be cool though. I would love to see what that looks like. That would be really sweet. Um. Release dates and details announced for two major Borderland Three content updates. Um, launching on June 4th, Takedown at the Guardian Breach is a new endgame gauntlet that's intended to push your party to its limits. Um, and then June 25th, which is just a few weeks later, uh, is a paid campaign, Bounty of Blood, A Fistful of Redemption. So for you Borderlands 3 fans out there, there you go. Uh, Valorant gets a June release date. A summer launch date was anticipated for Riot Games' upcoming free-to-play tactical shooter Valorant. And now we've got the details on that day, and that is June 2nd. Players in the beta can enjoy the game until May 28th, where it will close down to get everything in place. For launch day, currently Valorant is only available on PC, and it's expected to add new characters, new maps, and new modes shortly after launch. Um, you know, I haven't tried playing this. I, I, you, I, you guys know how I feel about Riot Games. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It looks. I've watched some people play it, and it does look pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. Um, speaking of, uh, shooters, Overwatch's anniversary event is now live, and this was as a couple, as of a couple days ago, obviously, and, uh, the, all the new skins, man, they're, they're pretty cool. You got the, you got a, 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 a weird one for, uh, um, Ash and Bob. It looks like it's like Red Riding Hood, and he's a wolf, uh, dressed in a granny costume. Um, uh, Underwater Hamster, the Reaper looks really cool. Let's see what I'm clicking through them right now. These are pretty sweet. Oh, that that one's cool. That Widowmaker is cool. These are cool, man. 
Um, but yeah, also with as with the anniversary event from May ten May nineteenth to June 9th, um, you know every fucking skin ever in the game available is available to get right now. So if you got money or in game money that you've been saving up or whatever, you know now is the time. I might log into Overwatch this week. We'll see. I haven't played in a while, um, but on every, every time the anniversary. Um, event comes around i i pick it back up again <laughs> keeps me playing every year um uh ready for your next zoom meeting try a kingdom hearts background <laughs> square enix has taken to twitter to push out some backgrounds from the kingdom hearts and trials of mana franchises perfect for adding a little style to your next round of tps reports <laughs> check out the tweets below and so if you go to the kingdom hearts official trailer and the at mana game mana series official twitter um you can get backgrounds for your next Zoom meeting, dude. Um, the coolest one, obviously, is the Kingdom Hearts one where it is in the afterworld thing where, you know, with the water and the sky, reflective sky and shit. Dude, put that in your background, man, in your in your next uh, Zoom meeting. That's really cool. Fantasy Star, this, I was just reminded of this yesterday by uh, Nate from our Discord. Shout out to Nate. Fantasy Star Online 2 comes to PC next week. The old is now the new again. As one of the MMORPG classics comes to PC next week, Fantasy Star Online 2 is coming to the Microsoft Store on May 27th, bringing a wealth of content for PC fans. Sega has also announced that the virtual star Hatsune Miku is making a special appearance in the game with special cosmetics and items. So hell yeah. That's really cool. I've never, I never got to hop on that that hype, the Fantasy Star Online two hype. So I kind of want to play this, like low key, want to play it. And I'm not big on MMOs. I'm always really bad at them. But woo lad, that may be pretty fun. Um, Saints Row the Third Remaster came out. I actually just recorded an AO episode today with somebody, and I'm not gonna say who, but um, they were talking about this with me, and they're they're a big fan of all the Saints Row games. And they said it was pretty fun. Um, <clears throat> you know, it looks great. Um, you know, the, it's one of the more crazy of the three of the four Saints Row games. And I know you're probably going, well, Saints Row 4, you were the fucking president of the earth and fucking had superpowers. But in terms of like, you know, how Saints Row started, this one was definitely really crazy. Um, but yeah, dude, really cool. Really cool. Um, X-Men actor wants to reprise their Fox role for a Marvel Studios reboot. Nicholas Holt, who starred as Hank McCoy, Beast, in several of the Fox's X-Men films, has revealed that he is open to playing the character again in a future Marvel Studios project. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really cool. I, I know there were some other actors, I think even James McAvoy once said something like, oh, I, I would love to, I wouldn't mind doing it again for a Marvel Studios thing, you know, but... Yeah, that'd be really cool. I mean, I want to see X-Men in the MCU. I would love to. It was just really weird because, like, the MCU is, like, now that Endgame happened, how many people really care about it anymore, you know? But I don't know because I, I'm finding myself right now feeling like I don't care that much. But I might if they pull me back in with some other shit, you know? Um, but we'll see. So remember how we've been talking about the Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League movie? It's finally happening. They announced it, the Zack Snyder the Zack Snyder cut of the, the movie is coming out, and apparently he's already working on a trailer for Justice League, the Zack Snyder cut. And it's going to become to it's going to come to HBO Max during a Man of Steel watch party on Zoom, and now he has confirmed that he will be putting together a brand new trailer for it. Um, hell yeah. So there you go, guys. 
Um, I don't know. I've never seen Justice League, to be honest with you. I've seen clips of it. I I don't really care about the DC Cinematic Universe, to be honest, because of how poopy it is. Um, but yeah, let, let's we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. It could be it could be way different. You never know. Um, Jurassic World Dominion won't be the end of the franchise. Producer Frank Marshall has confirmed Colin Trevorrow's Jurassic World Dominion will start something new, and it isn't the end of the Universal franchise. I gotta tell you, I think these movies just need to stop. There's just no beating the original. The original was amazing. The first one was really good. And I did watch the first Jurassic World, um... And I, I enjoyed it for what it was. And honestly, they could have just left it there. I think it would have been fine. Um, I honestly don't think that, I mean, I don't know. It, I just is like, how many times can they make a reboot sequel thing to stuff? You know what I mean? It just, I don't know. Avatar sequels resume production next week. Producer John Landau has confirmed production on Avatar 2 and Avatar 3 will pick up back in New Zealand next week following the brief shutdown. Hell yeah, man. There you go. So for you Avatar fans out there, um, personally, I don't care. I think Avatar is a little overhyped, but, you know, you never know. Um, Suicide Squad director cast doubt on hashtag release the eye or cut hopes. So, of course, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League is a big deal. Um, but David Iyer has bad news for fans of Suicide Squad and revealed the decision to release his original version, Vision, as the Iyer cut is out of his hands. With Zack Snyder's Justice League sending superhero fandom into overdrive, it has spurred Suicide Squad supporters to come into overdrive. Writer-director Iyer has continuously teased his original vision of the film and responded to news of the Snyder cut by posting a cryptic image of Mr. J's version of the beginning. However, while some took this to mean the Iyer cut is on its way, Iyer has some bad news. He posted on Twitter, confirmed it's ultimately up to Warner Brothers, and it isn't his call on whether his cut of Suicide Squad is ever released. Refusing to confirm or deny what actually exists, Iyer concluded, my cut of Suicide Squad may always be just a rumor, and that's just fine. So, honestly, with Suicide Squad, though, do we really care? That movie was really bad. <laughs> like, it was just really bad. Um... Spider-Man Universe film Jackpot in the works from Arrow creator. According to Deadline, the studio has added a Jackpot movie to the Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters. Arrow creator Mark Guggenheim, who also contributed to the character's comic book series, is attached to pen the script. Jackpot joins fellow um, Sony Pictures Universe spinoffs Morbius, Venom, and Madam Web. So Jackpot's a cool hero. Very underrated. She was created in 2007 um, by Dan Slott and Phil uh, Jimenez. Really cool hero. Um, she it was like she's like she used to work for Oscorp, and something happened where something got in her DNA and it gave her super strength, and she became the hero jackpot. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. Um, I think since then, like she's passed that mantle to somebody else, and so now somebody else is jackpot. But um, yeah, dog, hell yeah. So if you like jackpot. Um, so this is really cool. I thought this was some pretty cool news. Um, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World levels up with theatrical re-release. De- Director Edgar Wright has announced plans for 2010 Scott Pilgrim vs. the World to return to theaters in Dolby Atmos surround sound. Um, for for uh, Dolby Cinema and Dolby Vision and uh, Dolby Atmos surround sound. If you guys have never seen Scott Pilgrim, it's it's a pretty good movie. I it, based on the, the 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 graphic novels. Um, there's six of them and they were written by, uh, uh, Brian Lee O'Malley. 
he i mean it's a really cool it's a really cool really cool uh story i really like it and i really think the movie did a really good job um in adapting it and it's a pretty fun movie and it's just it's just pretty hilarious the comedy in it is just so like it's so quick and just goofy it's just it's just goofy you know what i mean like it's really um it's not like low brow or like like dumb poopy humor it's just like straight up just like awkward goofy quick you know humor and i really like it um that being said uh there was also a video game made that came out a little bit after the movie did and it was like a side scroll beat em up and all the pixel art was done by paul robertson if you don't know who paul robertson is paul robertson is a pixel artist and well he's he's in my opinion one of the best pixel artists out there or just graphic designers in general like he's just amazing at what he does and um he did the game that he did the design for the game Wizorb. he did the designs for the game mercenary kings and then he did the designs and animations for those and also designs and animations for this, this scott pilgrim game and um if you want to see his work lately Basically, those those video game pixel Adult Swim commercials that you see, um, that's Paul Robertson. Those are absolutely Paul Robertson. And, um, yeah, I, he actually has a Tumblr that you can see. Um, or I think he's got other pages, too. But literally just look up Paul Robertson, and you'll, you'll recognize. It's really fucking amazing. So, anyway, this was a really sweet game because it was a, it was a, a nice side-scroll beat-em-up in that really awesome 16-bit, 32-bit, like, fashion. And the designs were done really well. It's almost like Paul Robertson kind of took Brian Lee, Brian Lee O'Malley's manga art and kind of just twisted it a little bit to to fit a game, a side-scroll beat-em-up game. And that game was really popular. The problem was is that Ubisoft was the people who produced it, and they only released it on Xbox Live Arcade and the PlayStation Network. And it, and literally three, four years later, it was delisted from both stores. Um, it wasn't clear why that was the case. Um, most likely it was due to licensing issues. But Ubisoft has potentially recently, they've potentially uh, teased the return of the game. So if that's the case... Hopefully we'll get it back on PlayStation Network and Xbox Live Arcade and we can play it on our PS4s, PS5s, Xbox Ones, Xbox Series X, whatever. I honestly hope that they just bring it to Steam. That would be great. You know, I would love to to play it on on Steam. Like, it, I, I don't even know why it didn't go to Steam to begin with um, when it came out. But if you've never played that game, it's really good. It's it's Even if you don't know the story of Scott Pilgrim, it's just a really fun game. It's a really fun side-scroll beat-em-up if you're into those. So, yeah. Hell, yeah. There we go. That's the uh, non-anime news. Let's take a small break, and we'll get into the anime news. Boom. Check that out, okay? Links.animesummit.net. You can find all the links right there. And um, patreon.com slash animesummit. If you are a patron during these trying times right now i really appreciate it thank you so much right now your money is kind of going towards new equipment for me and nick so um and i think we're gonna get danny some streaming stuff too um so that's what we're kind of planning around right now 
and I'm also using it to print some potential merch that were that I want to give to the patrons. So it's going to be sick. It's going to be super dope. So anyway, um, I really appreciate that. And I, I just, maybe I sound like a broken record by now, but I love you guys very much. Um, I really appreciate all your support. Um, sometimes I get random DMs on Discord of just you guys just messaging me and going, hey, really love last week's newscast. Keep doing what you're doing. We love you. Um, hey, we love Nick and Danny. Nick Nick is Nick was really hilarious on that last episode. Like, you know, I love when Danny yells at Nick. Things like that. And it just makes my day. It really does. Um, and I really appreciate it. Sometimes I feel like I can't do it anymore and then I get those messages and it helps me get through one more day and I really just I just really appreciate it. So I love you guys very much. Thank you so much for for supporting us and and I've always said that we are Anime Summit, all of us as the listeners and the hosts. You know, like I I and the guys who, you know, the listeners who support us. I really appreciate like I really appreciate all of it. I'm just going to ramble if I keep going. But I love you guys. So thank you. Let's get into the anime news. And then I got a little question. I got a little I got a little question. I got a little question. Got a little question for y'all at the end. To see if you guys go through this same kind of motion as I do with manga. But anyway. Um, artist redraw Sailor Moon's Usagi in wild cute styles on Twitter. Uh, yeah, th- this is not really news. I mean, everyone on my Discord has been talking about it for our Discord. Sorry, our Discord has been talking about it for like the last uh, this past week, and it's really cool. But basically, there's this one scene from Sailor Moon where she's kind of like, I think, I think someone got knocked down, and she like ran to their side and then looked up at the villain or something like that, and that's what it was. And people are just taking that scene and redrawing it. Um, in different styles and then you know just it's and then memeing it you know there's there's one where they someone redrew it and she's got like fries in her mouth she's eating french fries one redrew her as like kind of like a mobile suit um one in the style of like shin chan uh uh one as kirby like she's just fucking kirby <laughs> and uh people are just some people are just doing it straight up in their own style which is really cute it's really cute to see usagi and the many different styles that are out there um yeah no it's really funny it's 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 super it's super cute um so yeah just type in sailor you can even just go to google images or go to you know type in sailor moon redraw i highly do recommend though that you go on twitter and just click on the hashtag that way you can go directly to the artist's accounts and see what they're all about and stuff like that so um i guess a few and i missed i must have missed this i i i missed this uh straight up but um a few weeks ago um, it was announced that she, Shigasato Itoi's company, uh, Hobo Nikon Itoi Shinbun, was working on something for Mother. Um, and if you don't know what Mother is, that's Earthbound. In, in America here, it's called Earthbound. Um, but in Japan, it's called Mother. Um, you know, Ness, Paula, Lucas, Psychics, Gygus, Destroy the World, UFOs, Alien Invasion, pokey that kind of thing if you've never played earthbound or mother uh you should really play those games they're really amazing um they they bring me to tears like every time i play them it's they're just wild anyway i i guess there was this project that they were going to announce for mother 
and nobody knew what it was. People were thinking, was it another game? He had kind of told people, no, it's not another game, but it is another project that has to do with that has to do with Mother. And they announced it. They're coming out with a comic. Um, it's it's a little like a, a kind of a, a graphic novel of different comic, different stories. And it was an ongoing project for a while. And it features like over 20 artists, each doing like a little earthbound story or mother story. And it's going to be called Pollyanna, which is named after the iconic song uh, uh, from the soundtrack of the game. And it just looks super fucking cool, man. Um, Super amazing. There's uh, Toshinao Aoki, uh, Inio Asano, Tomami Abe, America, Keiichi Arai, Masakazu Ishiguro, Nobuhiro Imagawa, uh, Koji Oishi, Fureru Tori, Maeda-kun, Asato Mizu, Robin, Wakisaka, Satoshi Yoshiaka, bunch of bunch of crazy artists on this and it's going to be cool and it's going to come with like a little sticker book thing it is supposed to be available june 12th um 11 a.m i'm not sure if it's coming to america i would hope so um it doesn't really say on this article i'm reading i I just really hope it is but you can go to the mother official youtube channel and and find the trailer for it. Just type in Pollyanna, and the way that's spelled is P O L L Y A N N A, and then type in Mother, and you'll you'll see it. It looks fucking amazing, dude. It looks super cool. Um, third Nanan Biore anime season debuts in January 2021. We got some anime hype. Nanan Biore nonstop. That's coming winter 2021. So I've never seen Nanan Biore. I know Nick really likes it, and he really enjoys it. So I might I might have to give that give that a watch. Um, but yeah, third season Nanan Biore. Uh, oops, let me close that. Hideaki Anno celebrates his 60th birthday in style. Evangelion director Hideaki Anno celebrated his 60th birthday on Friday. So today, happy birthday. Oh, dude, I should have said this at the beginning. Happy birthday, dude. Um, <laughs> at both And both Studio Car and his wife, uh, Mayoko Anno, have photos of him celebrating his special day in style. Uh, they tweeted out, Studio Car tweeted out, uh, he's shown wearing a headpiece gifted to him by the car staff in a custom Ultraman t-shirt. And, yeah, just doing the Ultraman pose, having fun, just being a goofball with his hat and his shirt. Um, that's really cool, man. Um, I'm really excited for for him. 60 years old. Thank you, Anno. Happy birthday. Uh, right stuff to release Gundam Build Divers anime on Blu-ray disc. You know, I didn't watch Build Divers. I wanted to. I think, you know what? I think I watched the first episode and was like, eh. I think so, because I think I mentioned it on, the, on our podcast back when it, uh, back when it was airing. I think I was kind of like, eh. I think I watched the first two episodes and wasn't into it. The first two, though, the first two are really good. Build Fighters and Build Fighters Try, really good. Um, Maya Setsu anime delayed to October due to the pandemic. But yeah, this is this anime looks really cute. Uh, it, it seems like it's going to be a bunch of cute girls doing cute things kind of thing. Oh, no, it's like they're in a band. Okay, uh, this is the first time I'm seeing this. If, if I don't remember mentioning this on the newscast yet. But it's, it's based on a four-coma manga, and uh, it centers on four girls at the height of their youth attempting to achieve their dreams even as they struggle gallantly. Um, it looks like they're in a band or something, like they're playing the instruments. So I don't know, man. It ain't no K-On. Probably ain't going to be no K-On. But the character designs look super cute, so I'm kind of excited. It's cute girls doing cute things. That's, that's all that matters. 
Um, Wit Studios' Great Pretender anime unveils new video manga adaptation. This is an anime original. Makoto Itamura is supposedly Japan's greatest swindler. And then they try to trick a Frenchman. And then they get tricked instead. So yeah, we I mentioned this one a couple of weeks ago, but the Great Pretender, um, it's gonna be really. I think it looks. I think it looks kind of funny. It looks really. Looks really cool. Um, so it'll re- re- premiere on Netflix in Japan only on June second. The Netflix debut schedule in Japan is as follows: uh, episodes one through five on June second, episodes six through ten on June 9th, uh, episode eleven through fourteen on June sixteenth, and. Um, there's going to be another set of episodes after that, and there's no date and episode count for that one yet. But yeah, there you go. Fire Force Anime's second season trailer came out today. Holy shit! Uh, new characters were shown. So now we actually got a straight-up trailer of uh, the season two of uh, Fire Force. So yeah, if you're watching Fire Force, man, season two trailer's out. Go check it out. I'm excited for that. I'm definitely going to watch. I love it. Um, Baki's anime season two trailer highlights Raitai tournament and teases more stories in the Baki story. It reveals more characters. We just talked about Baki Hanma and Yujiro Hanma uh, in our latest episode. Uh, overpowered characters for our patron series. Shout out to Mitch for that. For patron Mitch uh, for giving us that topic. Um, but yeah, dude. New trailer is going to be coming out on Netflix. Um, the f- when does this come out actually do we got a date here let's get a date going on hold on a second i'm looking sorry uh it does not say i think it's this summer it's this summer right pretty sure it's this summer but yeah baki let's go uh we talked about this one like a month ago the titans bride boys love isekai anime reveals more cast july 5th tv debut this one is (laughs) this one looks really cute um but it's like this it's like this guy um, he, the manga story begins with Koichi, a tall player in his high school basketball team, and he's whisked away to another world while, while jacking it. And he arrives in a kingdom of giants and is asked by the kingdom's first prince to be his bride and bear his child. And, uh, yeah. It, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the fact that he's in high school, but I, it does look really cute. It's like this big, huge handsome prince guy who's like kind of an amazon you know height and he's like cradling uh the you know the main character <laughs> in, his, in his arms it looks really cute it, it does look really adorable um but yeah we'll see um netflix streams card for soccer anime in the u.s canada on june 1st the anime is also streaming on Crunchyroll and funimation um but i I, can't, I think this is gonna be i don't know if it's gonna be the i think it's gonna be the sub i don't know if it's gonna be the oh the began the company began streaming a video clip from the English Animax dub. So is Animax the people who did the who did the uh, is this a new dub? I'm always confused about these older ones and, and about Cardiacra Sakura. But yeah, there you go. Um, Oscar voted favorite character in NHK's Evangelion Megapole. <laughs> the top ten characters are as follows. Uh, actually, we'll start from the we'll start from number ten and go up. So voted best characters, number 10 is Gendo Ikari, 9 is Maya Ibuki, 8 is Pen Pen, 7 is Ryoji Kaji, 6 is Mari Makanami Illustrious, 5 is Misato Katsuragi, 4 is Shinji Ikari, 3 is Rayan Anami, 2 is Kaoru Nagisa, and 1 is Asuka, of course. Um, yeah, there you go. 
that there you go man oscar oscar best girl there you have it the, the people have spoken okay demon slayer manga ends and a short spin-off series planned that's it man that's a wrap that is what's up 60 million copies in circulation as of wednesday which in, that includes digital copies um and about 2.8 millions of those copies are of the 20th volume and uh yeah man it's over it's it is it is over that is it so that that's that's crazy 20 20 some volumes and demon slayer is over so i'm excited for the rest of the anime now um obviously because we know that uh the story is done and the anime can just you know not do anything super crazy and just go with the with the, the source material so studio durian plans shishigari feature-length film anime film project the trailer came out the anime um i believe it's based on uh, a short right um the boy lives a peaceful life in a small village deep within the mountains one day the oni suddenly appear and take everything from the boy he goes on a journey to follow them back and get back the people they kidnapped after a long journey he comes across a huge colony of a million oni which is called oni hill um studio drain revealed as the shishigari line hunter anime short in april 2019 and um kiyotaka oshiyama who did flip flappers directed the short and was also credited for the story concept screenplay and as the animator and megumi han played the boy main character um i have never seen this I'll, I'll give it a watch but apparently now they're doing a feature-length film and it does look super cool so i'll give that i'll give that a i'll give that a watch um, speaking of manga's ending, I should have put this, I should have put this next to the, the other Fire Force news, but Atsushi Okubo hints Fire Force manga is near the finale and will be his final manga. Um, Atsushi Okubo hinted in the author commentary in the 23rd volume of the Fire Force manga and in no Shobutai manga on Friday that the manga was at its final stage. Okubo stated the story is also in its final stage and for me, I plan for this to be my last manga. So please accompany me until the very end. The manga's 24th volume is scheduled for release on July 17th. So yeah, there you go, man. We're we're getting we're getting close to the ends of some of these, man. And and Vinland Saga is somehow still going, <laughs> somehow still going. But yeah, dude, that's that's cool. I'm excited. Um, our last crusade or the or the rise of a new world anime first video premieres. This is some new anime hype. A great war has raged for years between the scientifically advanced empire and Nebulous. The realm of magical girls until the youngest knight ever to receive the title of the empire's strongest meets the princess of the rival nation though they are sworn enemies the knight is taken by her beauty and dignity and the princess is moved by his strength and way of life will the fight in between them ever be allowed to end so yeah there you go there's some anime hype with studio Silverlink. um i don't know man I, hopefully this is just straight up fantasy and not some crazy isekai bullshit um it looks like just a straight up fantasy though so that looks good um, so with this last piece of news I got here comes my question that I want to propose to you guys and I want to ask you guys. Jujutsu Kaisen anime video, finally we got a straight up trailer um, of Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, I've been reading this manga and I'm caught up with it and it's just so fucking cool, man. It's so, I love Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, shout out to the Project Manga guys for getting for putting me on. But um, it's really sweet. I'm really excited. I was really excited when I saw this trailer. And here comes my question. And you've often heard me mention on the pod and talk about this on the pod constantly. Um, most recently with Danny and how I'm always afraid to 
read a manga or watch an anime and then read a manga for fear that it's going to make me not want to, you know, watch the rest of it. And basically that stems from one, one thing, one thing only, and that's attack on Titan, because what happened with attack on Titan, which this, this, and this happened to, this happened to a lot of people. This just didn't happen to me. This happened to, you know, pretty much everyone who was into attack on Titan, but I started attack on Titan with the anime and then we got, you know, the first season, you know, and uh, Aaron fought Annie and that went down the way it did. And you got the little teaser with the Titan's face in the wall. And that was that was that was it. That was it, man. That was some shit. And so, like, um, you know, obviously we waited ye- like, you know, a year or two or whatever it was. Was it three or fucking I don't even know. It was a long fucking time. Um. <laughs> it was a long fucking time, okay? And uh um it, it ruined it for me. I I had to go I went to go read the manga. I was tired of waiting. I went to go read the manga and caught up to it all the way at at that time when I when I read it, it was up to the part where season 3 ended. Um pretty much. And it was just crazy to me. I was just like what the hell, man? You know what I mean? Or, or about where season 3 ended. It was like it was right after, it was right after the the Rod Rice Titan uh, crawled across like the land and uh, attacked the the walls and shit. Um, and that's where it was. And I, when season two and three came out, I kind of wasn't that interested. I watched some parts. Um, I watched. I, I did watch season two, most of season two, and I watched a lot of like half of season three. But I didn't. I didn't continue. I didn't finish. I knew what happened. It was ruined for me. You know what? I ruined it for myself. I kind of was not excited. Uh, there was. I did go back and like look for parts that I wanted to see what it looked like. You know, like oh, I want to go see what this looks like. Um, I want to go see how this what this part was animated because it's fucking nuts. You know, it's fucking, this is a, a crazy scene, and I want to see it. Um, but seeing the Jujutsu Kaisen trailer now. I'm really excited. And obviously this was approached differently. I read the manga first and I'm caught and I'm currently caught up with it. And I'm now excited for the anime. So it like, it really depends on, I guess how you approach it, or at least for me personally, that's how it is. So I'm, I'm getting, for me, for me and Noxie from project manga and Danny have already explained how, how they go about it. You know how it is for them. I want to know how it is for you guys. Like, for you for you guys out there who are reading Shonen Jump or anything else that's getting an anime adaptation currently or soon, how do you guys not let it ruin it for you? Or does it even ruin it at all for you? When you know what's coming in the show, like, do you get excited? Do you not care? Or how is it for you guys? I really want to know because, like, I, I would think that I'm the kind of person where it wouldn't get ruined. I think for Jujutsu Kaisen, I'm actually really excited for it, and I don't feel the same way as I did with Attack on Titan. But I think with Attack on Titan, it was a unique case because, like, I was waiting for it for so long, and I just said, fuck it, I'm going to go read it because I don't want to wait anymore. And with the kind of way Attack on Titan is, with all the cliffhangers and crazy shit that happens in it, maybe that's why. I don't know. But now, in in this case, with Jujutsu Kaisen and potentially other animes that we're, we might get from Shonen Jump, I already know all the crazy shit that's coming. And now I'm kind of just excited to see how it plays out. Um, being done by Studio Mappa and being directed by Sung Hoo Park, um, which is 
really cool. I mean, he's been a director for a while. He's done. Uh, he did some some key animation for Ghost in the Shell Arise, Garo the Animation, Garo Vanishing Line, Battle Spirit Shonen, Tigran Bunny, who's assistant animation director, Yuri on Ice, who was a chief animator for the opening key animation in episode 12. He did some Zombieland Saga stuff. He's done a ton of stuff, and he's uh, he's currently the director of The God of High School right now. So, I don't know, man. It's cool. Um, it, it's really cool. I'm, I'm excited for Jujutsu Kaisen. And I'm just kind of curious how you how you guys who read the manga and watch the anime, how it is for you guys. So let me know. Let me know what you think. Um, that being said, I hope you guys had fun listening to this. Um, I love you guys very much. Thanks for supporting every week and listening to me every week. Listen to us every week. I know Danny and Nick appreciate it, and they love you guys too. So um, that being said, I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.